DW. The United States has been on a bit of a roller coaster in recent decades when it comes to climate policy. Five years ago, the Obama administration helped shape the Paris Climate Accord. And then following the last presidential election this November, President Donald Trump withdrew the U.S. from the agreement. But with a new president coming into office in January, what does the future hold for environmental policy in the U.S.? I recently spoke with Rachel Cletus, Policy Director for Climate and Energy at the Union of Concerned Scientists. As someone who designs and advocates for policy at both the national and international level, Rachel Cletus knows a thing or two about what it takes to turn ideas into policy. I started out by asking her where we are right now after four years of the Trump administration when it comes to environmental policy. Well, we're emerging from a pretty dark four years under a Trump administration that, uh, frankly, uh, completely sidelined science, in fact, lied about climate change, called it a hoax, and sidelined scientists and good scientific research to help us understand how to address the challenge of climate change. They rolled back numerous environmental policies, including any policies that had to do with limiting global warming emissions. Uh, There's a lot of ground we have to catch up on now. Looking at these four years, what is Trump's environmental legacy coming out of his presidency? The legacy of the Trump administration is, you know, captured uh, in a microcosm in them stepping away from the Paris Agreement. And uh, it is uh, a microcosm of uh, actions that this administration has taken, not just to overturn domestic climate policies, which they've done at every turn, but also to step away from a very hard-won international agreement that for the first time was having all the countries in the world working together to address this global challenge. We often focus on the first 100 days of a new president's term. What are we likely to see in Biden's first 100 days coming up? It's pretty clear that the Biden administration is going to come out right away with some very strong signals about addressing climate change for sure, but also addressing a range of environmental issues that have arisen during the Trump administration and have become worse. One big facet that they have sent a clear early signal around is that the Biden administration will center environmental justice in how they address many challenges, climate change as well as other pollution. The way we're seeing this already is in the kind of cabinet appointments that are being made, including John Kerry's role as a special climate envoy, but also the people who are being vetted for senior roles at the Environmental Protection Agency and other key areas of influence and power in the administration. What can you tell us about the overall climate team that Biden is building? Well, what's really interesting is John Kerry, clearly a special climate envoy, has deep experience in climate change. But what we're also noticing is that other appointees who are either being vetted or have been announced do understand the challenge of climate change. So take Janet Yellen, for example, who's been announced to Treasury Secretary. That is a very powerful role. And she is someone, again, who has spoken about climate change, the fact that it is an economic threat here in the U.S. and around the world. So these are the kind of signals, recognizing that people in positions, whether it's in public health, the economy, or directly in climate, these are all connected And we must have people who recognize how climate change touches every aspect of our economy and our lives. And you mentioned there 
John Kerry being appointed to this special presidential envoy for climate role that will sit on the National Security Council as well. What does this appointment of Kerry mean for international cooperation when it comes to addressing climate change? We expect that having him at the helm means that we now have someone who's a strong champion of the science, who understands how to work in cooperation with other countries in a spirit of mutual respect. During his tenure under the Obama administration, worked very skillfully to address a range of geopolitical issues, including nuclear issue with Iran, the Paris Agreement. This is also a moment where we have to understand that five years have passed since the Paris Agreement. We're not talking about simply going back in time. In fact, the climate crisis has gotten even more dire. So John Kerry will have to do a lot more. And I think it's past time for the U.S. to take its place at the table of responsible global leaders and contribute a fair share. I want to come to Congress. What pressure or resistance might the Biden administration face from the more progressive side of the Democratic Party when it comes to environmental policy? I am not a Democratic Party insider, so so really can't say much about that. What I can say is that it's pretty clear that the climate movement is a very broad and diverse movement right now in the United States, as it is around the world. But here in the U.S., it's been really striking to see that we now have a coalition that includes everybody from scientists. uh, I'm with the Union of Concerned Scientists. But it's not just scientists. It's young people. It's faith leaders. It's labor leaders. It's community activists, environmental justice leaders. And this broad Big Ten coalition is what it's going to take to win ambitious climate action. Now, of course, when you have a coalition this broad, everybody's bringing some important strength to it, and everybody has a different perspective on some of the policy details. But there's broad unity about the agenda, and the agenda is bold climate action, not incrementalism. We don't have time to waste. When you look at the most recent science, it's so sobering in terms of what the next 10 years, what needs to happen in the next 10 years to cut emissions so that we still have a chance of staying within the goals of the Paris Agreement. So with that as the frame, there are so many positive actions that can be taken that I think focusing on a narrow slice of this that's about divisions doesn't seem to do justice to the moment we're actually in. I mean, there have been activists and even some Congress members who have said, we're supporting Joe Biden, but we have to hold him to account when it comes to policies. So I'm curious to see if that will lead to disagreements or fights on certain matters when it comes to getting things passed, especially through Congress. Policymakers will always need to have their feet held to the fire because they, on a day-to-day basis, are juggling multiple priorities, hearing from many different constituencies, and might waver. So yes, everybody needs to hold the Biden administration's feet to the fire. It's not as if we've turned the page from the Trump administration and now everything will happen seamlessly. This is part of what it means to hold our leaders accountable in a democracy. And I expect that the Biden administration will expect that. So yes, I fully expect that there will be pressure on them and that pressure will be a good sign. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much, Sam. Nice talking to you. That was Rachel Cletus, Policy Director for Climate and Energy at the Union of Concerned Scientists. DW. 